This week's episode of Downsizing is brought to you by dried beans. Dried beans. They're just savory raisins. Hello and welcome to Downsizing, the only show that has production stall because of a cat. I'm your host, certified biological cat dad, Tim Down. That's right, folks. Um, right before I was about to record, like I'd just done the, the test to make sure my microphone is working properly, um, I heard a big... Big old-fashioned Looney Tunes crash coming from the kitchen. And currently, there's a lot of dishes on the counter because I'm procrastinating doing them. But in addition to that, there's also a pot that has two cups of beans as well as uh, several cups of water. And they're soaking overnight so we can eat them tomorrow. And I heard a big bang, and I was like, man, I really hope that I didn't put the handle of the bean pot sticking out over the counter. Because if it's just pots and pans that fell, that's one thing. But if I now have to clean up beans and water, uh, I think I'm just going to quit the show entirely. You know, I think I'll just be too mad to ever speak again. Um, But luckily, my dumb fuck of a cat just went and reached up and pulled uh, a pan, a colander, and a pot down on top of his head. And then he ran away because he got scared. Um, And sometimes that's the best way to learn a lesson, is you got to do something stupid and suffer the consequences, and then you never do it again. Obviously, though, he is is going to do it again. Um, Weirdly... The counter is probably the one surface in our apartment he doesn't try and jump up onto. Uh, Possibly because when he was a kitten, he was not able at all to reach it. And maybe he just feels like he can't. But he definitely could. And I am so grateful that he doesn't. Because he would sniff a fully on element and singe his little nose. Then I have to take him to the vet and go, yeah, this little idiot who is descended from apex predators, put his soft little nose up against a hot element and singed it, and now he's crying because he's an idiot. And I don't know how to do first aid on a cat because I'm an idiot. And that's just how a lot of things in my life go down. Um, Speaking of being an idiot, on Saturday, uh, I did a leg workout uh, with a friend of mine. And as I've mentioned on the the show before, I have uh, been slacking as far as my workouts go. And so it'd been a while since I did a proper full-on leg day. I've worked out my legs, but not not to a a full extent, you know? Um, And when I tell you I am unable to walk, I think... I could legitimately get a handicapped parking pass in my car. Uh, I I sat down in a camping chair Saturday night, and there's not a chance I could have stood up under my own power. There's just not... There's no possibility that I would have been able to. I, I, had, to, I had to have someone help me stand up. Do you understand how embarrassing that is? Because also, it's not like... You know, it'd be one thing if I was uh, in shape or had the appearance of being in shape because people would just be like, oh, man, maybe he, like, 
has a sports injury or like an autoimmune disease. But as it is now, it just looks like I've got like brittle bones from from eating cotton candy all day. <laughs> and so, but when in actuality, I'm a peak athlete and uh, I'm just getting some rest off. And that's why I'm having a hard time standing without having my knees buckle and almost falling over in the middle of the street. Um, so that's, uh, that's not ideal, but obviously, uh, it's all in the service of getting jacked. Uh, I was going to say getting jacked again, but I think that's being a little generous, uh, towards myself. Um, and obviously the gym I go to does not have an elevator, but what it does have is about 25 stairs. And I, I legitimately don't think that I could get up those stairs, um, so I'm not able to, to go to the gym at all. Um, but uh, hopefully I'll be fine by tomorrow. It's not that serious. It's just the thing that always bothers me about, um, having really sore muscles is you'll, this, you can do stuff that makes it feel like it's fixed until you stop doing it. And then it just goes right back to exactly as painful as it was before. Like I took a bath last night i took a bath with a bath bomb that supposedly has epsom salt in it it's supposed to help with sore muscles and the water was i don't want to say it was boiling hot but i think it might have been 98 degrees it was deeply painful but once i settled in i'm like oh my muscles feel way looser i can kind of stretch them a bit move around get some get some mobility going and I was like, man, maybe maybe that helped. Maybe the maybe boiling myself helped, uh, you know, loosen everything up. Now I feel better. And then I stood up and got out of the tub, took two steps, and my knees buckled. And I was like, well, that's disappointing. And then today, uh, I was sitting on the couch watching some. Uh, uh, oh, uh, no! I was uh, I was gonna I was gonna lie to you for a second there. I was watching Shameless. I've started watching Shameless now. Um, and so while I watched Shameless, I used a little massager and put it on my thighs, on my calves, and really felt like I I got rid of some knots. And I felt like, man, you know what? I think that did the trick. I think I really, really got it. You know, I think that solved it. And then I went and stood up and had an unbelievable, unbelievably difficult time standing up. And so that's, um, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm currently reclined in an armchair. I have my foot up against my exercise bike and that's kind of where I'm at currently. Um, it is genuinely going to be a hard time for me to stand up out of this chair. I've had to do it a couple times over the past couple days and it has not one time been graceful. Um, in other news, um, you know, just as far as eating goes, I think I'm still doing pretty well. Um, I did have a couple, you know, I did have some alcoholic beverages over the weekend. Um, but, you know, I've also been working out, been going for walks, eating better in general. So I'm feeling pretty good. I've not weighed myself. I don't think I'm going to weigh myself this week because... Um, I don't know. There's just something about being sore. It feels like the bad time to weigh yourself. And I can't really explain why that is, but that is how I feel. And I won't be taking uh, further questions on the matter. Something else, uh, a big thing that 
you uh, you may need to know is uh, well, actually, I'll I'll start this story kind of at the beginning because this story actually begins last Tuesday, a calendar week ago, for when you were listening to this. Um, now, as has been covered on this show uh, a bevy of times, shall we say? Uh, and on my street, you have to move. Uh, there's a Tuesday side and a Wednesday side. You can't park on them on those respective days. And so Tuesday night, my girlfriend and I go out to move our cars. She moves hers, no problem. I get into mine, and I go to turn it on, and it goes like... And I'm like, well, hey, that's actually... I'm not a car guy necessarily, but that's not how it normally sounds at least, so... I can infer from that that that's not how it's supposed to sound. And so I go ahead and I pop the, the hood and I start taking a look and I'm like, hmm, well, maybe it's most likely an issue with the, the battery connection because uh, the battery connection, just to, to recap, I had I bought a new terminal but was unable to get the old terminal off. So the old terminal was electrical taped to the new terminal and then had a zip tie around it to hold it in place. And it's not the most up-to-code way of doing things, but that's just how it was. And uh, so I went and I looked. I'm like, oh, it's a little bit loose. That's probably the issue. And so I took it apart, re-taped it, re-put the the, uh, the uh, cable on, the zip tie, and then went and turned my car on again. Um. And it still stuttered and had that clunk sound, but then the engine actually turned on. So I was like, oh, that's great. And I don't know why I did this necessarily, but I just went and looked at it because the hood was still open. And I noticed that the belt uh, on the, the, the belt that's on the side of the engine, the serpentine belt, to be specific, uh, wasn't moving. And I was like, oh, that's probably an issue. So I went and I turned the car off. And went back and touched it. Because I remember I I wasn't sure if I was having some issues with it a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I looked it up and it said, well, you should have, you know, less than, it was like less than two inches of give. Um, as far as like, that's the proper tension. And I went and I pushed on it. And there was, it's like when you put, when you're, this maybe doesn't, you can't all relate to this. But if you go to restring a guitar, when you thread the string through the peg and you turn it like, do those like first two to where it's like holding in place but it's not tight at all that's what it felt like and i thought that's actually uh that's that's definitely more than two inches uh, and then i did a closer inspection and realized that my belt uh had snapped which is um a diagnosable i mean that's a that's just the that's an easy one to identify. You know, sometimes you hear people say, oh, it's an issue with the alternator. It's an issue with the starter. It's an issue with the coolant. And that doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know what that is at all. But this is one where you can just look and you go, well, hey, the belt's, you know, hey, you got a flat tire. Hey, your gas cap's open. Hey, your your belt is snapped in half. Um, and so I started to look up, well, can I drive this to a garage um you know like certain things if they're not working you know is it like ac like if my ac doesn't work i can still drive my car if i don't have a belt can i still drive it 
And it was mixed messages. Some people said you can drive it um, for a short distance, but um, when you're doing that, you're not circulating coolant into your engine. So if you you run the risk of completely fucking your engine. And I was standing there and I was like, you know, I really don't want to have to get it towed. But I also really don't want to have to buy a new car because I was a fucking idiot and tried to drive <laughs> drive my car to the to the garage. And it turns out that with CAA, you can have uh, like someone else's car towed. And my girlfriend has CAA, uh, I think through her parents and somehow. Uh, and anyway, so they called, we called CAA and we're bringing them to a garage near my house. And um, the guy shows up gets out and he goes, what's the issue? And I'm like, oh, it's the belt. And he goes, okay, well, does the car turn on? And I was like, it, it sort of does, but it takes, it takes a bit of finagling. Like it doesn't really start that well, but I gave him the keys and uh, I should also point out he had quite a lot of room, uh, in front because I was parked on the curb in front of someone's really wide driveway. So it's not like I was sandwiched between two cars. Uh, that's going to be a little bit important for, for what I'm going to tell you next, because what he proceeded to do was get in the car, turn it on, and it turned on immediately, like just no problem at all, which pissed me off a little bit because I feel like it made me look like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And additionally, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy that showed up to just change a tire in my girlfriend's car uh, a year ago or so when we went to the movie theaters and she got a flat and I got mad because I was like, fuck, I can, I know what, I know how to change a goddamn tire. Uh, same guy. But then he did a, an interesting new technique. So he turns the car on immediately. I got pissed off. And I guess he was maneuvering it into position so that he could just lower the 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 bed of his truck and then drive my car up onto it. But he didn't just, you know, he didn't get into it and start driving as, as a normal person would which if you're maybe not a driver or if you're not sure what I'm referring to, normally, if you're going to drive a vehicle, you open the door, you get in, close the door, put your seatbelt on, turn the car on, check, hey, is there anyone coming? And then you put it in drive and then you drive. What this guy did is he opened the door, sat down, turned the car on, and then started maneuvering it. And if you're like, I wasn't really paying attention that much. I don't know which steps he missed. Um, He didn't close the door. And what he did instead was just kind of hold his foot out. And then as he reversed and drove forward, the door just kind of moved in between his foot and his ankle. Um, Which I thought was kind of funny because it's not like he just, you know, it's not like he just drove it forward and turned to the left a little bit to reposition. And then went from there. He did like turn and then stop and then reverse and turn and then turn some more drive forward and reverse so he's doing a lot of maneuvers and uh anyway finally gets the thing onto the truck drives it to the garage and then the next morning i don't know if you heard that my girlfriend just burped the loudest burp i think i've ever heard i'm in a different room and around the corner and i heard it clear as a bell I can't tell from the uh, the sine wave if you picked that up, but goddamn, that was that was like it was right next to me. She's probably not gonna be happy that I talked about that, but I'm not gonna not gonna cut that out. So, 
Uh, don't tell her, I guess. Anyway, next morning I call and I say, hey, I'd like you to fix my car. And they ask me what's wrong. I tell them. They said, okay, no problem. Should be done by the, uh, should be able to give you a call by the end of today. Uh, and I was like, that's terrific. He did give me a call around lunch to give me an estimate. It was a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I don't want to talk about how much it was. I'm not going to be answering those kinds of questions because um, it's a bummer. And uh, anyway, so he, I call back at the end of the day. This is Wednesday now. And I say, hey, man, you got any updates on my car? And he says, oh, yeah, it'll be the first car we look at tomorrow morning. I was like, you know what? That's no problem. I just had it dropped off. Probably other people had appointments. So it's fine. It's fine that it's going to take a bit longer. It's not a big deal. I can work around it. Then Thursday rolls around and it gets to be towards the end of the day again. And I'm like, well, if I was the first car, what's going on? Is this a 15 hour job to replace these two items? Uh, and so I call again at the end of the day and they said, you know what? It'll be ready tomorrow morning. We'll, uh, we'll give you a call. So I said, that's terrific. Then Friday morning rolls around. I get a text, not a call. And they say it's ready. And now every day up until this point, I, uh, I checked what time they were open until. It said 5.30. And I was like, that's great. I finished work at 4.30. So if it's done at the end of the day, I'll be able to make my way over there, pick it up. It's not going to be a problem. Now, I didn't check on Friday, and I should have, but I didn't. And so I went to the garage Friday, a little bit before 5, and I walk up to the door, and I notice that there's a sign that has their hours posted. And it's Monday to Thursday, 7.30 to 5.30. Saturday, Sunday closed. Friday... 7.30 to 2.30 p.m. So I got what a psychiatrist would call pissed. And I looked on Google. And on Google, it said they're open until 5.30 every day, except for Fridays where they're open until 3 p.m., not 2.30 p.m. And then I looked on their website where it says they're open 7.30 to 5.30 every single day. And then I also checked the text that they sent me, and they said they were open until 3. So most places had the correct or ballpark of correct time, um, and I just didn't check. But I'm still going to blame them because um, it means I don't have to take full responsibility, and that's always a plus in my book. But I was faced with a dilemma because I needed my car, and... You know, they're closed Friday evening and they're closed all weekend, open Monday morning. And the key that I gave to the tow truck driver was my spare key. I still had my actual set of keys. And I was standing in the parking lot and I was looking at it and I was looking at the fact that there wasn't a gate of any kind to stop you from leaving or coming in when they're closed and so I, uh, I kind of, sort of, uh, stole my car. I went and got in and drove it away and, and used it all weekend. Um, 
So, and my thinking was, well, and I tried to call them and leave a message, but they don't let you leave a message. So I was like, well, look, no one's going to be in the off. No one's going to be here from until Monday morning. So I'll just come in be there before they open, pay for it as soon as they open up and then leave and I'll, I'll be good. Cause as of seven thirty one, I think technically I've, I've stolen it, but up till seven thirty, technically that's limbo. It's unclear what's, what's happened. And so this morning I got up real early for me, got there about 7.10, and they were open already. <laughs> there were still people there. So I just went in, paid for it, didn't have much of discussion about it, and, and left. Um, I, I had, had considered lying and trying to park it in the same spot as if I didn't pick it up and drive it all weekend, uh, but I felt like I'd... It's a pretty easy lie to get caught in. So, elected against doing that because I am not a good liar, particularly when there's follow-up questions. Like, I can probably convince someone, hey, did you like that movie? Yeah, it was a good movie. But if there's like, you know, hey, did you come and pick up your car? No, not at all. Really? Because we have uh, cameras and we saw you pick it up. Ooh, that, you know, hey, uh, that wasn't me or, uh, you know. So anyway, uh, all is good as far as that goes. Uh, definitely not pleased that I uh, had to uh, shell out some dough for a major car repair right as I'm in the process of getting ready to move as well as buying new appliances uh, it's pretty fucking annoying. I'm pretty pissed about it, but that is what it is. That's life. And sometimes in life, you just get shit on by uh, God because, I don't know, you didn't you didn't do something. You didn't, uh, you know, provide libations or, or whatever uh, whatever it is you're supposed to do. I'm, uh, I'm a little out of date on how these, all these little rituals work. Um, but I am in the process of trying to find appliances for the apartment because the apartment does not come with them which is a, a giant goddamn pain in the ass but again that's just life that's just how life works sometimes things are just annoying and suck but I'd, i you know we're trying to explore our options you know i am relatively firmly against buying them off of an individual like buying one off of facebook marketplace or kijiji because you know i just feel like appliances are prone to breaking and having issues and if you know you buy one for if i buy a a stove or an oven for like a hundred bucks off some guy on facebook marketplace and a month later it breaks then i'm just shit out of luck and now i'm stuck with a broken stove that i either need to look into how to fix or look to get it replaced and then that's starting the whole process over again not ideal so we were looking at some places where you can get refurbished uh, appliances, and it just feels like complete scams. Because you'll look, and you'll look at some of these appliances, and it's like, there's no way this thing works in any capacity. Like, what does refurbished mean? Like, what's your standard for refurbishing? Like, Do you open this up? Do you look at the internal components? Are you cleaning it up? Or are you just wiping it down? Because some of the stoves we saw in these places are like the kind of stove you would find in someone's house where they moved in in 1979 
you bought a new stove in 1981 and it's just been there until they die or they sell the house and move into a home you know it's like got like brown accents on it and like weird dials and probably it lasted for 40 years without any issue but you know now you buy it and it lasts for a year and you have to replace the whole thing because it 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 just shits the bed on you and it has components from a different millennia they're made out of cast iron or brass or something and now all you can get is aluminum so uh the hunt is still on for that i am not looking forward to the process in in any real capacity i would i would much rather just i don't know come into i really i just really like to win the lottery right now so i can just go and get the most audacious and gaudy appliances and and not worry about it but as it stands, I think I'm going to have to become a amateur appliance repair man to keep all of my my affairs in order. Oh, man. You know, it's unfortunate that knowing that I had an early start today, I also decided to start rewatching Naruto last night. Um, I, uh, I'm still going to f- catch up to One Piece. I just feel sometimes like I need to to divert a little bit and I originally was not planning on rewatching Naruto but here we are I you know I'm up to date with Bleach I'm almost there with One Piece might as well start Naruto from the beginning so I can start watching newer anime as of you know 2026 or so uh, so that gives me something to look forward to at least uh, let me think was there anything else important that happened this week uh, I did have a conversation with a friend of mine who has officiated weddings before. You're we kind of commiserating on that, talking about the process of it. And, you know, I mentioned that the most stressful thing for me, honestly, is the uh, form aspect, like making sure the forms are filled in properly and mailed properly. Because if that's not done properly, then, you know, people just aren't married. And the whole point of a wedding is to get married. So if that goes wrong, then it's kind of... You know, it's just kind of like a house with two walls. You know, it's just not, it's just nothing. Um, And this friend just casually mentioned, oh, yeah, well, they sent it back to me because the uh, witnesses didn't include their birthdays. And I, all I could think was, I don't remember that section at all. And I reread the the forms multiple times. And then the conversation kind of moved on, and I was still thinking about it. And I was just like, hey, can you just we just circle back for a second what do you mean the they didn't put their birthdays and uh you know apparently there's a section where you have to put them in uh that was one of the few sections i just completely left up to the witnesses to fill in um so i feel like i would have caught that and asked them to fill them in but there's a decent chance i didn't um i mean if they are married couple is listening to this um it's totally not possible and they definitely did put all the information and you're married it's just a matter of uh processing time uh but yeah it it, uh it's at least good to know that they'll mail them back to you uh, if you make a mistake and have to correct them although it did make me kind of paranoid because uh, my mom i had them all sent to my parents house all the forms because it's just much more reliable than my apartment 
And my mom had sent me a picture earlier in the week of an envelope that was the same size and from the same place as the original envelope. So I was I assumed that it was the forms for the second couple whose wedding I'm officiating. Um, but then when I heard that, I thought maybe, oh, shit, do I, did I fuck something up on the form that I have to now correct and send back right away? Um, but it turned out to be the actual forms for the next wedding. So I think I'm in the clear. I'm just waiting on some kind of email confirmation um, to say that they're married because then I can fu- fully relax and not worry about it anymore. But I think that's uh, it's going to take a couple days still. Uh, on a final note, I am selling an exercise bike. So if you would like it, uh, reach out to me. I've posted it on Facebook Marketplace. I'm also going to post it on Kijiji. Um, I will let you know that I've already been contacted by a scammer. So uh, I am not in the mood to play games. So uh, if you'd like it, let me know. Uh, Find more details uh, on my social media. Uh, Otherwise, I'm wishing you a terrific week. Realize I don't do that very often. I don't wish you uh, the best. I I think I just tell you to to tune in next week. Um, So I'd also like to to take this opportunity to let you know to have a great week. Uh, if your horoscope has has bad news for you, you can just ignore that. Um, it's all about your mentality. So uh, pretend to be a different horoscope for a week and, and have one that says, hey, you're going to make a million dollars this this week. Just make sure you don't look at Jupiter or I don't know. I don't know how horoscopes work really. There's something about retrograde. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've definitely Googled it on more than one occasion and have just glazed over when I was reading it. So um, that's on me, I guess. So, yeah, have a great week. Have a good time. Try something new. Try to say yes to more things. Uh, And tune in next week to see if I get contacted by a, a different scammer or the same one wearing a mustache. Ta ta for now. Well, I grew up in a little small town, everybody knew your name Getting a job at the local steel mill was everybody's claim to fame We had good times, we had bad, grandma taught us to pray I've done a lot of things in my younger days, guess I kinda went astray Daddy earned everything we had, worked himself into old age We didn't have it all, but we had a lot, guess I really can't complain My daddy was a Well, that's what I was supposed to be They say get in line and he'll take you farther But I seen things that they just couldn't see My family said you'll never amount to anything They gave me a jail sentence before I turned 18 Guess I've done a lot of things to make them right Turned out to prove them all wrong Never had a doubt in my mind I knew it all along My daddy was a tow truck driver Well, that's what I was supposed to be He said, get